Hello, this is Darren. And this is Paige. And this is Where's, Where's the lemonade? lemonade? Where we talk about what happens when life throws you lemons. Make some lemonade? Uh, maybe. Some weeks it's lemon squares. Yeah, some weeks it's just lemons. Yeah. <laughs> In today's episode, we're talking about long road trips. And it's the survival of the fittest, baby. Or the clinically insane. Yeah, both. <laughs> You know, road trips, long family road trips, can either build memories of uh, bonding or of just get me away from my family completely. <laughs> get me out of the car, <laughs> ASAP. Well, we just got back from a really quick road trip. We went to Utah, as we are very familiar with that route yes, to Utah, um, to see our new grandbaby, Zoe Ann. Of course, I'd already seen her, but you guys, uh, you and the kids wanted to see her. So we left on Thursday night after school. Drove to, we have a, a favorite spot in Elko. Elko, Nevada, people. Elko, Nevada. That we always stay at the town place suites. We spend the nights to kind of break up the trip a little bit. So, yeah, we were in the car for like 23 hours and in Utah for about, what? 40, 40 hours. hours. Yeah. Totally worth it. Totally worth it to see our, our grandbaby. And uh, we've learned over the years of taking long road trips that we can make the time in the car a time of bonding and. And sometimes very stressful for I was going to say, I am not going to sugarcoat this, people. (laughs) (laughs) Road trips, it is a time of bonding, but there's always a point on every car trip we've ever taken where I get really quiet because I'm so annoyed and you blow up because you're so annoyed. (laughs) Yeah, I think think that's pretty fair to say. (laughs) It is very fair to say and accurate. And and very accurate. You know, uh, long road trips are something that I grew up with. I remember driving down to grandma's house uh, from central California down to Southern California, from Merced down to San Bernardino. And I remember we would leave after school and drive in, in the night. And I remember my dad listening to uh, KSL radio or mostly static so he could pick up a basketball game. Oh, that's the worst. <clears throat> and you'd hear the score every once in a while, but we all knew. Dad had the the radio. It was his. He was driving, so he got to listen to whatever he wanted to. But I remember those fond memories of listening to the static and driving through the Mojave Desert on what we call the Tickle Tummies, which is south of uh, Four Corners out in the Mojave Desert. Um, I still remember that. And I found out later when I was adult, when I've driven that, that my dad actually, it was a little bit longer to go that way. But he did it for us kids because he knew we looked forward to it. Okay, well, let's explain for a moment, Darren, <laughs> what are tickle tummies? For oh, Not everyone tickled- <laughs> might know what those are. So the tickle tummies, <laughs> there, there's a stretch of freeway, and we've taken our kids on them even, yep. um, south, of, um, south of Mojave, out in the desert on, I can't remember the highway, but um, the road um, goes up and down pretty quick. And if you're going fast enough, uh, it's like a roller coaster a little bit. You get the, you know, the weightlessness in your stomach. And so we always had a fun, fun time doing that. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, we have taken the kids there and it's fun. You put your arms up in the car and woo! Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And what about you, um, honey? I mean, you took a lot of road trips as a kid. We did. And one trip in particular, we uh, bought a, like a fifth wheel trailer and we pulled it behind our van. I think I think it was from Oklahoma, but we went to Disney World. And just kind of took our time going there, you know, got would stop and get out, take a picture at every sign of the state, you know, welcome to Louisiana, welcome to 
So it was fun. It was, it's, it was a, I have good memories of that. Yeah. You know, this is something really unique to America. When we've traveled um, to other countries and things like that, and we tell people, yeah, I went on a family trip. We were in the car for, you know, 20 something hours. They're like, what? They, they do not understand. Well, one reason is in Europe, you'd have, if you're in the car for 20 hours, you'll have gone through six countries. <laughs> yeah, that is true. I mean, and, and here in, here in the Western uh, United States, I'm, I can travel for uh, 10 hours and only go through two states. Exactly. So, um, you know, things are, are pretty vast here. You know, one story that we have on a trip is a story of the demise of our old suburban Ruby. Oh, Ruby. Okay, so we're weird in the respect that we name our cars. They're like part of our family. <laughs> yeah, so they are. We, uh, we inherited Ruby right after. Well, no, we weren't even married. We got it before, before we bought we Ruby. Married, yeah, yeah. We bought Ruby from my brother. Yep, a used suburban. Yep. And uh, I loved Ruby. Oh, man, I loved that big, powerful car. Right. And it's funny because that car had already gone through years of road trips with my brother's family. And my nephews and niece have always asked, how's Ruby doing? You know, how's how's the car? Oh, I remember going on that trip in that car. So we had her for a while and we were down in St. George, Utah, visiting uh, my parents for family reunion. And poor old Ruby with 280,000 miles on her. Gave up the ghost. She gave up the ghost at the hospital because you had a kidney stone, oh, right? right? We were at the hospital. We came out and there's this huge puddle under our car. And we're like, air conditioning con <laughs> condensation? No, the water <laughs> pump blew and she was already missing the sunroof. And well, she was in pretty yeah. dire sh she shape. Was, she, was in, she was in a bad situation. So we left Ruby in St. George. We, we buried her there. That's her place of resting. Her place of resting. <laughs> And it's funny because now I've got, how many kids do we have with us? Six kids? I think we had six kids with yeah, us. Yeah, we had six kids with us. So we're stuck in St. George with no way to get home. Uh, so I, I called up Hertz and um, our family's so big, they didn't have a Suburban for us to rent. So we ended up renting two cars and driving home. And to make the trip kind of exciting, we actually took a different way home. We went through um, Death Valley and through the extraterrestrial highway out that was there in the awesome, awesome out there in the um, area fifty one, area fifty one, and in the Valley of Nye for you coast to coast uh, listeners out there, all the aliens and things out there, and it was a it was a great trip. It was fun. We stopped at this little cafe that was called like Area fifty one, and we went in, and you know they had spaceships in there and aliens, and it was kind of fun. Yeah, so. and probably one of the the coolest parts of the trip is when we were climbing out of uh, uh, Death Valley um, on the California side. And we come around this, uh, we're climbing up uh, these switchbacks up through this canyon and valley. And an F-16 comes down right over the top of us. They and, and they were traversing the canyon. And it literally, I would say, 100 feet above us. Um, and there was another fighter jet behind it. It was amazing to watch um yeah. so the kids i mean it shook the cars and it was a, it was a fun time something cool. the kids will always remember yeah yeah it was very cool very cool so. so trips like we've already said can be a time of bonding or a time of stress so let's talk about how to de-stress the situation in 
the cars, right? Yeah, we don't want the situation that I've done myself, and I think I learned it from my dad. When without even looking, he just swipes his hand behind the driver's seat because we're arguing or whatever, and whoever happens to be in the way gets a, a little tap across the cheek. Yes, yeah. I remember when I met you. One of the things that I said, okay, you can't do that anymore, was you would. Threaten the children and say, if you don't knock it off, you have to walk home. You have to walk home. And I'm like, really, Darren? We're 300 miles from home, and really, you're going to throw out that idle threat? So I'm a person or I'm that going to pull this car over. Yes, yeah. I like real threats. I, I like actual threats. So, so yes, but um, yeah, you know, one of our things that we do now that our kids are older. I mean, we understand if you have younger kids, your car trips are very different than our trips are now with the kids, our youngest is 12. So our trips are very different, but Audible is your friend. Yeah, especially when the kids are old enough where they can sit and listen to a book. Uh, we've, we found it really enjoyable as a family to listen. Now, when we first started doing it, we didn't do that, but now we do. And it's really created this time in the car. We're all kind of locked in together where all the kids are enjoying the book with us. And we can talk about what the book's talking about. And we'll pause it periodically and go, can you believe that? You know, it's it's uh, ended up being a really good uh, bonding time for us. It has. And when we first got married and Ruby had a DVD player. And so we, when the kids were little, they were four, five, and six when we got married. So on our car trips, we watched a lot of movies. The kids did. We sit up there in the front and we get to hear the movie. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times I've heard uh, Hercules or Lion King. But never actually seen never it. Never seen it. <laughs> so, but then even even Ruby, the DVD player, died. So we've been doing the Audible for probably four or five years. Um, and we do. We try and find a book that we all enjoy. And sometimes that can be challenging. But, you know, accept the challenge. Do it. Find a book that you think you can all like. And, you know, for us as adults... We actually are enjoying some of these um, tweeny books, I guess, or young teenage books. Yeah. I'm also written by Gordon. Corman. Corman, yeah. He, he has, they're small, they're small books, but we're have, we have a lot of fun listening to those books. And there's been other series that we've listened to as well, which has been a lot of fun. And while we're listening to books, we don't let the kids have any headphones in or because we want to be able to talk about this and do this as a family. So even though the boys might have their electronic gadget in their hand. Um, they don't have headphones on. And so we can all listen to it and discuss it. And yeah, it's a time for us to find something together that we that we can enjoy. Yep. So now that's another thing. What about electronics in the car? You know, playing uh, Game Boys or Switches or, you know, whatever. Well, we're pretty, we're pretty, we have definitely strict rules at home about when they can have electronic time. But in the car... I think that's one of the reasons the boys like a car trip is because they get, you know, six hours of electronics. But we do have um, certain rules that like on Sunday, they weren't allowed to have any electronics because we drove home on Sunday. And so that's kind of a on Sundays, we don't let the kids have electronics, whether we're at home or in the car. They can't have electronics. Well, we also limit some of the time in the car. Um on electronics too. It's not the whole time in the car that they're totally. No, when we look like when they look like they're complete zombies. <laughs> yes. Then we say, okay, enough. But yeah, so on the way home, they can draw. You know, they they bring other things to do in the car. But we're we're also listening to a book the whole time. Yeah. Now we've also played other games. When uh, we have our granddaughter in the car, we play I Spy. 
Yep. And that's always fun. And we, and there's lots of other things you can do on the road. I remember as a kid, uh, we didn't have a lot of electronics in the car. We didn't have a DVD player for sure. So we had to come up with things to do, mostly bug our siblings. But uh, of course, that's why you get in trouble and yeah, you get swiped by your dad's arm. Which, which brings up another point, a strategy in the car as well is uh, where you place the kids. Oh, that's a huge strategy. You have to place the kids strategically in the car. <laughs> Otherwise, that stress level um, climbs. Uh, very much so. Very much so. So I think we have figured that out in our car, who gets to sit by whom. And uh, yeah, that's worked out. One of the games that we played, not this trip to Utah, but be- the last trip before that, which we make a lot of we make a lot of trips to Utah because we have half of our family there yeah. and our two grandkids. Our, our kids are up at school and then we got yep. two grandbabies up there now. So. so, yeah, we go there a lot. But um, remember, Madeline and I were uh, keeping track of the roadkill. Oh, it was all bad. <laughs> we were like one, two. Yeah, we were keeping track of the roadkill. It, so. it was the fall and there was a lot of roadkill. Whatever you got to do to entertain yourself. Yeah. And, you know, that road across I-80 um, in northern Nevada can be kind of boring sometimes. And kind of yeah, boring. Yeah. And uh, the cities are about 100 miles apart. So in parts of it. And what we found something interesting is we, we drive that route so often that we've set up traditions. We have. One of them is that we stop at Long John Silver's in Winnemucca because uh, that's it's a it's a family thing for me. I grew up with my family. We ate at Long John Silver's a lot. And even though it's it's pretty gross, but I still love it. And the kids don't even eat there because it's a Long John Silver's and a KFC. So they always get the KFC food because they but think it's every time we go past Winnemucca, the kids are like, oh, we're, we're stopping. Yeah. Right? Long John Silver's. Long John Silver's. <laughs> so, yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, another thing that we do is um, the hotels that we stay at. We, t- we try and break the trip up um, because it's a long trip. Um, we'll stay sometimes at uh, in Elko typically. And, um, we'll go swimming. It, it doesn't matter if it's winter or not, or even if there's a swimming pool on the other side, we always bring our swimsuits so we can go swimming. The kids love it. It's a tiny pool. And, uh, but we still have a lot of fun. Yeah. It's just to break up the trip and get, you know, stretch your legs and do something different than sitting in the car. Yeah. And we do silly things like uh, jump in the elevators and maybe on the beds in the hotel. Uh-huh. Maybe on the beds in the hotel. We have done that. Yes. Yes, we have. We have. The kids but, thought that was a blast because they yeah. certainly can't do that at home. They No, certainly not. <laughs> they better not. You guys hear that? Um, it's. I think it's important to come up with um, fun things that you can do with the kids and be a little silly because they're not used to staying in a hotel. Maybe I know I am because I travel so much for work, but this is new and exciting for them. Yeah. So uh, keeping it new and exciting is is important. They look forward to it. Definitely. All right. We're going to talk about this infamous uh, Donner Pass. Uh, we live in Sacramento, California, and uh, just outside of Sacramento, up into the Sierra Nevadas to get anywhere um, east of California, you've got to go through Donner Pass. Uh, Donner Pass is about 7,200 feet and it is notorious for snow. Um, and it did not, it did not let us down this time. No, it did not. Um, the, <laughs> it did we, not we disappoint. pictures <laughs> we do. Uh, that you can see up on our blog at whereselimine.org. I mean, most of the road signs were buried. I mean, it was crazy yeah, how tall the snow it was. It was 25 to 30 feet. That's feet. 
Yeah. For you uh, people up in Canada, that's uh, 10 meters of snow on the side of the roads piled up. It, it was, was crazy. It was like driving through a white tunnel because it was on both sides of the road. Yeah, it, it was, was it was absolutely crazy. It was crazy. But Donner Pass is also infamous for the Donner Party. So we always joke with the kids, if we get stuck up here, at least we can eat one of the kids, right? Because Yeah. They, and know. they always say they're going to eat you. Yes, they do. That's because <laughs> I got more meat daddy's, on my bones. Daddy's got the most meat. Yeah, that's so. right. So one, one thing that um, I, <clears throat> I learned early on in uh, my first marriage was you've really got to take breaks. Yes, uh, you are very good at that about you have to find something that is going to keep you awake. So whether it's sunflower seeds or candy or chips, because it is very dangerous to drive tired and explain why. Well, yeah, what, explain you, what happened. yeah, you can even you can even fall asleep in the middle of the day, yeah. especially uh, they call it a road hip, hypnot, hypnotics or something like that. Hypnosis. Yeah. But so um, on uh, coming home off my honeymoon off my first marriage, uh, my wife at the time and I were going back to school at uh, Brigham Young University. And I'm a young guy. I've driven the Utah trip several times with my dad and my family. And um, I thought, hey, we can leave at 9 p.m., get through the heat of the uh, go through the night so it's cool, so it's not too hot. Um, and um, just outside of Elko, Nevada, I fell asleep and uh, totaled my dad's truck that we were driving back with all of our wedding gifts in the car. Um, there were a couple things that survived our TV that my in-laws gave us. So thanks uh, uh, for that. Um, but uh, I learned a very valuable lesson there. And that is don't even mess with tired driving. Right. Yeah. You're, you're really good at that. You, you stop, get a drink, get a snack. So if it's a time where you're just going to eat a ton of junk food, that's okay. That's yeah, okay. You can work it off later. Yep. Whatever you got to do to stay awake and make sure that your family's safe. That's what's important. Yeah. And you know, one of the, I, I remember after the accident, we were in the hospital and um, my shoulder was a total mess. I broke my, my clavicle and I had hamburger meat as a shoulder and they were taking my uh, first wife for x-rays. And I had no idea how she was. She was in shock and I had to call her dad on the phone. We'd only been married a week and a half. Oh, I bet that was hard. It was probably one of the toughest things I've ever done in my whole life. Wow. Um, luckily, I have very forgiving in-laws um, and uh, wife at the time. So um, we stayed married, had six kids, and we we survived. So That's awesome. That's good. But yeah, what a scary, scary time for you guys. It is. So yeah, take, take the breaks. Um, make sure that you're prepared for bad weather if you're going... Uh, Anytime from November until April, especially over the Sierra Nevadas, and just be prepared for uh, the worst. Yep. All right. So let's talk about just some tips of long road trips. And please, if you have some more tips, we would love for you to comment on our Facebook page, on our blog, you know, leave tips that you have found because we we certainly are not the experts. We're still trying to figure out all this stuff. So, yeah, if you have any tips, let us know. Yeah, I also added some links onto our blog and some other places that we found that talked about long road trips and tips. Um, some of them, DVDs. For little kids are great. Yeah, if you can't even find DVDs anymore. <laughs> They do, honey. They have those they things called Redbox still. Redbox, yeah, you know, and we've done that. We we did. We used to do that when we had Ruby, but we don't. In fact, people may be interested, find this interesting. Darren and I, since we have been married, 
We do not even own a DVD player. No, we don't. We've been we have, years. We yeah. have no DVDs. We have no CDs. We stream everything. We stream our movies. We stream our music. So yeah, we, it's kind of hard to stream um, in the middle of Nevada. Yes. Where cell service is spotty. It this. is. So, yes, if you have a you know a DVD player, definitely those work great for little kids. And, and you know, the Redbox was great because we would rent a Redbox um, in Wendover, Nevada. We'd watch it and then we'd return it in, um, I don't know, Battle Mountain. Yeah, yeah. And get another one at like a McDonald's. So right. It was it was really easy for a dollar fifty. It kept the kids entertained for some time. Yeah, so that definitely. Worked out pretty well. Another great tip: have we always take tons of snacks, <clears throat> tons of snacks, because the kids get bored, they eat. So we always take you know fruit and granola bars and fruit snacks and cookies and snacks. We always feel a little gross at the end of our road trip, we but do. that's okay. And, and we learn the hard way: don't get snacks that crumble too much. No oh, man, the car gets a mess. Yeah, it gets a huge mess, and and you know that's always bad. Um, we already talked about seating kids in strategic places. This is really of the utmost importance. Yes, it is. <laughs> it is so important to place your kids strategically so that you know that they're not going to be fighting and bothering each other. And, and that they can't even touch each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we always have Sam and Madeline sit in the middle seat with an empty seat in between them. And they get along pretty well. They'll lay in each other's lap or... And then, you know, occasionally we hear, stop touching me, but it's, 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 it's rare for them. It's rare. You know, when, um, we had a 15 passenger van, when I had just my six kids, um, we had a big old, huge van and we would put our biggest problem child of the day in the very back. And I couldn't even hear him. It was awesome. Right? That's sweet. Yeah. Darren wanted me to get a 15 passenger <laughs> van when I married him. And I said, no. Nope. Oh, we had to take two cars everywhere. We did. We, if we traveled places, we, we had, had to take two cars. People, yeah. Right? Yeah. So. so, and I said, no, I will not drive a night, a night, 19, a 15 passenger <laughs> I'll tell van. You, that's the best car in the world to go on long trips on. I'm sure it is. It's, I will take your word incredible. for it. We'll rent one one day for you, sweetie. <laughs> okay, I can do that. <laughs> uh, another another thing to be prepared is sick kids in the car. Oh, you know we haven't had that in a while, but we did. Oh, we did yes, years we ago. Did. David would get car sick. He would quite a bit, and we. I remember one time he got sick in the car. We got him out of the car. He'd thrown up all over his clothes. We threw his clothes away. We put him in a bag. The next time we stopped at a place. We threw them in the garbage. Yep. And, and you stop at Walmart and you buy new clothes, people. Yep. It's five bucks. It's yeah, there was no way <laughs> we were taking those car those clothes anywhere to be washed. No. They were so gross. No. No. And we didn't want the smell with us. So yeah. We just throw them in the the, the, the yeah. garbage can. Just throw them away. Don't be afraid to go into Walmart and buy some, you know, tacky t-shirt. Okay. Yeah, it's okay that he's sitting there in his underwear for a little That's bit. That's right. Well, yeah, because I don't think we wanted to unpack the whole car at that point. No, we didn't. So. <laughs> so we were like, just sit he there. We'll get you some clothes in, in a minute. With a blanket around him. <laughs> and that's okay. But yeah, have bags and things like that that if they need to, you know, get sick in. Yeah, exactly. Now another thing that we, you know, bodily fluids. We got to talk about this. It's the potty breaks. Oh, my you goodness. You slow down a long trip like crazy. Yes. Yeah, because if they drink too much, we're pulling over every 30 minutes, and that starts to drive the driver crazy. Yes, it does. <laughs> it does. And this last trip, David, you know, was a stalwart until about the last four hours of the trip. Oh, my every gosh. Every half hour, he had to use the bathroom. And he was like, I'm not drinking anything. I promise. <laughs> It's, it's the uh, six water bottles that he drank earlier yes. that, that caused it. So, 
you may want to limit fluids on on kids that have small bladders for, for sure for oh, sure yeah. one of the tips that our kids love is when we do stay at a hotel make sure you stay at a hotel that has uh, breakfast included the kids love that and one of the funniest things that julianne has ever said julianne's our 19 year old one of the funniest things she ever said was uh we told her you know yeah we're driving here we're spending the night at uh, this hotel and they have breakfast in the morning and she said oh they have free breakfast and i said yeah and she goes oh i love free food and i said julianne <laughs> all of your food is free you never pay for anything we as parents buy all of your food all of your food and she was like oh yeah i guess so but just the idea that she can you know from this buffet, choose whatever she wants without having to. And there's a lot of good travel hotels that do that. Oh, well. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's a great. The kids love the free breakfast. Now, if you are staying tonight, make sure that you pack your car so you don't have to unpack the whole car to bring everything in for that overnight stay. Yes. Right. Otherwise, it's it's kind of a mess. Definitely. Especially with a large family. So take that in mind as well. Another thing that I just love, and you kind of instituted this when we got married, is when we get home. When we get home, I know everybody, after a long car ride, you just want to walk in the house and you want to lay down on the couch, right? No. We clean out the car. The second we get home, we do not sit down until the car is completely cleaned out because otherwise it's not going to get cleaned it'll out. Be, it'll be a week or two. Oh, so we clean it out. They don't have to come in and unpack their suitcase right away, but they have to take, they have to take all their stuff to their rooms. But the car has to be cleaned out. And, you know, I really appreciate that because what what's happened in the past is the adults end up doing. All right. That. Right. And when I say clean out, I don't mean vacuum or anything. I just mean all of our luggage, garbage, you yeah. know, all the trip stuff has to be taken out of the car. So we do that every time, even though we don't feel like it. We really don't no, feel like don't. it, but we do it. We do it. Now, have all of our trips been wonderful, glorious trips? No, no. In fact, OK, so let's talk for a second. This last trip. Someone someone got a little grumpy at the end. Yeah, just a little bit. You know, it happens on almost every trip at some point. You know when it happens? It's when the book runs out. The book runs out and we're like, oh, we only have an hour left. We're not going to start a new book. And the kids start getting silly. That's when it happens is kids start getting yeah, silly. So silly kids and <laughs> a tired driver makes for... Um, grumpiness. Well, because just in the car when the sound is all contained... And they're being silly and they're being loud and there's a scream here and there. And yeah, you just all of a sudden go, stop it. <laughs> and we all just go, okay. So and it doesn't help because Paige thinks that's funny. I kind of do. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that, kind of like mocks me. Yeah. I, I don't know why that bothers you. <laughs> I don't know why either. I can't imagine. So do what you can to time that book to finish right as you're pulling in. Yes. Uh, but we've even, and this is really kind of silly, we've had maybe a half hour left on an audible book that we were listening to and the kids really want to listen to it. So we'll actually come home and we'll listen to it on our Alexa or something yeah, to we hear can. the finish. Right. Yeah, we do. Which is we really do. kind of silly, but it's still great. It is. Okay, so our funny moment of the week this week has to do with our last trip we took. Yes, our road trip with uh, the back always has David sitting in the back by himself. He likes the back to himself, and the food was sitting back there. I think that's why he him. likes the back. Probably, 
And I, I said, hey, David, can you pass me a granola bar? And he was like, oh, they're all gone. I'm like, oh, well, how about a cookie? Well, those are all gone. Like, There's like two dozen cookies. And we've all had one. <laughs> how about, I mean, everything was gone. Well, you have to remember. So here's here's a funny and tip of, of the week. Don't leave a 12-year-old <laughs> monster in the back with all the food. He'd eaten all the He'd food. Eaten all of it. Literally, yeah. everything. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, just remember... Teenage boys eat a lot of food. Yeah, so just like we strategically place the people, we need to remember to strategically place the food. (laughs) I hope you've enjoyed our episode uh, this week. And if you did, please go to our Facebook page, Where's the Lemonade, and like us. Or um, on iTunes or Spotify or any of the other uh, podcasts that you're listening to. And make sure you subscribe. Absolutely. And you can also leave comments and questions on our blog at where's the lemonade.org. But most importantly, go out and make some lemonade. Do it. On our next episode, we're going to talk about that horrible first year of blending families. Man, that was rough. <laughs>